Hello, welcome to the midweek edition of Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's May 29th, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. How was the box office last weekend? So, Solo came in first place with a four day total of $103 million in its first weekend. This is, I guess, somewhat disappointing. Mm-hmm. Disney was expecting between 130 and $150 million domestically and additionally globally it only brought in about 65 million i heard it was only about half as much as rogue one yeah i don't know it remains to be seen we saw the movie this weekend Mm -hmm. and i noticed some empty seats and i was like hmm that's weird for opening weekend of a star wars movie but um yeah there's some stiff competition with avengers and deadpool maybe it'll make it up after a while Maybe it'll Yeah, I mean, it could have staying power. Yeah. Uh, They said that there aren't any real big blockbusters between now and Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, I guess, mid-June or the end of June. So there's a few weeks for it to possibly catch up. Honestly, I'm surprised that Rogue One did as well as it did. I kind of expected these standalone films to make a whole lot less money than the saga films. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Rogue One was a fluke or if people just don't care that much about Han Solo. Or Oh, that can't be it, can it? it I mean, be. I mean, I don't think people were too happy with the, the actor, the choice of actor to play him, but I don't think anybody could fill Harrison Ford's shoes. Right. Um, but people care about the character. I don't know. I, Rogue One got really good reviews. It was a really, really good movie. I mean, maybe there was that buzz about it. I don't know. Hard to say. Maybe the behind-the-scenes stuff affected it as well. Yeah, sure. I Definitely. It but has some bad buzz scene, about it. There's behind-the-scenes rumors about Rogue One as well. Like, a whole bunch of that movie had to be reshot, too. And... You know. Oh really? Yeah. I don't remember hearing it's as not, much about not it. It's not as bad. But we weren't doing this show then. <laughs> right. The director didn't get fired, but it seemed like he was more willing to play ball. Like they they brought somebody else in who uh, probably rewrote and directed a whole bunch of things, but he still the original hmm. director was able to keep his name on it. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll okay. see what happens. Um, I don't think this means the end of the Star Wars franchise or anything like that. <laughs> no. It's still a lot of money. It's yeah. it's still going to make money. You know, it's not going to lose them money. So, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't really as good as the other ones. It was good. It was fun. But it wasn't as, as good as the other ones have been, I think. Yeah, this would probably be at the bottom of my list of Star Wars movies. But it was so from enjoyable. the from the new from all of them from all of them oh come on I would say on. this would, I think this would be the movie I would watch you're the such least. a prequel apologist <laughs> it's definitely better than all three of those movies no look one two and three with like every definitely single, hands down with every single movie I've seen in the theaters there was always a few scenes that I was like I really want to go back and I want to watch this movie I can't wait 
to go back just to see those scenes. And there's not a single scene I can think of in Solo that I'm like, I have to see that scene again. The movie was entertaining, but, you know, I could take it or leave it. If it wasn't Star Wars... I, I, you know what? I sort of understand that. Like, when I saw Last Jedi, I was like, I want to see it again immediately. We, we went to see it again in the theater. Right. Because I really wanted to see it again. Like, um, I, do, I don't feel that way either about this one. Right. I, I just keep trying to think, like, what scene would I really want to see again? Mm. And, I mean, obviously it's Star Wars. I'll buy it. I'll watch it again. But... It's not as pressing as Last Jedi, even Rogue One. Right. I mean, even in even in the Phantom Menace, you had those great duels with Darth Maul or the pod race scene. Like, I wanted to see those again. Hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Deadpool 2 came in second place in its second weekend with $55 million, which is good, but a big drop from last weekend. Avengers Infinity War came in third place with... 21.2 million total gross of 626 million domestically in its fifth weekend book club came in fourth place with 12.5 million in its second weekend life of the party came in fifth place with 6.9 million total gross of 40 million in its third weekend life of the party is the melissa mccarthy mm -hmm. one. Yeah, yeah where she goes back to college right yep ding ding here comes the news train According to The Hollywood Reporter, Netflix is reteaming with Dee Reese for The Last Thing He Wanted, a new drama from the filmmaker behind 2017's Mudbound. Dee Reese co-wrote this adaptation of the Joan Didion book of the same name and will direct. Anne Hathaway will play a hardscrabble journalist named Elena McMahon, who inherits her father's position as an arms dealer. She soon finds herself on dangerous ground as the Iran-Contra affair's arms for drugs plot reaches its tipping point. Sounds like an interesting project. Mudbound's got amazing reviews. We still haven't watched it, <laughs> but um, we should. We should. What's it on? It's on Netflix, okay. and this is on Netflix too. Okay. Or will be. Every time I see that name, there's a Star Wars character called Reese, and that's what it makes me think of. He's <laughs> a, one of the characters in Return of the Jedi. Oh, I don't know it. In Jabba's uh, palace or on the sail barge. Anyway, the rap reports that Sesame Workshop is suing over the Happy Time Murders trailer. They are taking issue with the tagline, No Sesame, All Street. They claim using their name associates them with this film and tarnishes their brand. Yeah, did you watch the trailer for this no. movie? Oh, it's it looks so dirty, like really dirty. <laughs> and then they say no Sesame All Street. I mean, I think if they just didn't use Sesame Street in their trailer, then Sesame Workshop would have no grounds for any suit. Um, but yeah, they they use their name. That's kind of a dumb move. This is was actually directed by Jim Henson's son, I believe. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Brian Henson. So they worked together with the Jim Henson's company, but not with Sesame Workshop. Yeah, they're not associated uh, anymore. anymore. Yeah. So. Percomingsoon.net, Allison Hannigan and Connie Ray have been cast in the live-action Disney Channel original movie, Kim Possible, based on the global hit animated series about an everyday high school girl who, in her spare time, saves the world from villains. Hannigan is set to play the role of brain surgeon Dr. Anne Possible, a.k.a. Mom Possible, 
and Ray will play Grandmother Nana Possible. Also joining the cast are Todd, Stashwick, and Taylor Ortega, who will play fan favorite villains Draken and Shigo, respectively. Sierra Wilson as new high school student Athena, and Erica Tam as Kim's childhood frenemy Bonnie. They join the previously announced leads Sadie Stanley as Kim Possible, and Sean Jambrone as Ron Stoppable. So, this is not a show I ever watched. No, me neither. I, I really this, know nothing about it. I think this uh, falls after we would have been watching it and before our kids would have been watching Yeah, shows I think it like was that. like so, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of it, but I really don't know anything about it beyond that. But right. I'm sure there's fans of this that are excited. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I love Alice at Hannigan, so. Uh, Maybe we'll watch it with the kids. Deadline reports Ashley Avis has been set to write and direct a modern reimagining of Black Beauty, the classic Anna Sewell novel. The plot will center on Joe Green, a teenager who recently lost her parents, who is sent to live with her uncle at a horse and animal sanctuary on Long Island. She eventually bonds with the wild Black Beauty, who is similarly taken away from her family when her Mustang herd was captured in the West. So there's been Black Beauty mo movies before, but this one's going to be a modern day. It's going to be set in modern day. So oh. that's going to set it apart, I think. Okay. Per Slash Film, the 25th James Bond movie will begin filming this year under the direction of Academy Award winner Danny Boyle for a 2019 release date. Daniel Craig will return for his fifth movie in the franchise. Yeah, it was rumored before that Danny Boyle was going to direct the next one. Now it's yep. official. Okay. According to The Hollywood Reporter, George R.R. R. Martin's children's fantasy novel, The Ice Dragon, has been picked up by Warner Animation Group to be adapted for the big screen. The writer will be actively involved with the project, acting as a producer. The story centers on Adara, a young girl who makes a special connection with a feared and mythic ice dragon. When another breed of dragon flies in to destroy her world, the girl and dragon must find a way to stop the invaders. It's rumored that he might actually write the adaptation too, which I'm sure some people would not be happy with because he'd He's have to take to time off from... Winds of Winter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it seems like he keeps uh, picking up other side projects and other little books and yeah yeah but this sounds like it might be good it might it be might fun be. to watch for the kids so and this was a standalone novel i guess i guess so i'm not really familiar yeah i meant to look that up but that's what it seems like yeah per the hollywood reporter idris elba will star as a hunchback of notre dame for netflix he will also direct and produce the project and will be producing original music for the feature which is being described as a sonic and musical experience. Yeah, I've never heard anything described that way. No. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, yeah, sounds interesting, though. Okay, and then other items. The Expanse has officially been picked up by Amazon and renewed for a fourth season. We mentioned this in the last episode, so I wanted to mention that it's official. So the Expanse fans are going to be happy about that. Mm-hmm. And this is a bit of a spoiler alert if you haven't watched Cobra Kai yet. Uh, so if you haven't, skip ahead about 30 seconds. Martin Cove is joining the cast of Cobra Kai Season 2 as a regular. He um, was John Kreese in the original movies, and he made an appearance at the very end of the first season. 
there was a lot of speculation as to whether he would return. But and he did very mm -hmm. brief appearance. Yeah, but now he's going to be a regular. And Paramount has dropped the next Transformers movie from its schedule for now. It had a release date of June 28th, 2019, and it's no longer appearing on their schedule at all. But that doesn't mean they're not going to make it. Right. It just but it that might means be pushed out. Right now, the only movie they have scheduled Transformers related is that Bumblebee. Right, which is almost a bit of a reboot. Or Yeah, it's different. Right. The release date of Mark Wahlberg's $6 billion man has been pushed from May 2019 to June 2020. This one's not surprising either. We had mentioned in a previous episode how the director got fired. Um, so, yeah, so they pushed it back. Damon Lindelof's Watchmen series for HBO added Regina King, Don Johnson, Tim Blake Nelson, Louis Gossett Jr., Adelaide Clemens, and Andrew Howard to the cast, with King in the lead role. The live-action Mulan has added two new cast members, Adkarsh Ambudkar from The Midi Project and Pitch Perfect, and Ron Yan, Netflix Marco Polo. What's new to streaming services? On Netflix, Sarah's Notebook. This is an original film, The Break with Michelle Wolf, another Netflix original. Yeah, that's actually going to be a weekly show. Um, I watched the first one. It was pretty funny. Disney and Pixar's Coco and Arrested Development Season 5 premieres today. Amazon got Just Getting Started, The Wedding Plan, which also came to Hulu, and Howard's End Season 1. HBO got The Tale, Patty Cakes, and Fist Fight. Stars got Wasted, The Story of Food Waste. And out on DVD and Blu-ray, Annihilation, which also came out to digital. And I'm Dying Up Here, Season 1. New to digital, Death Wish, A Fantastic Woman, Mile Marker, Red Sparrow, and The Strangers, Pray at Night. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Uh.